Hey everybody, welcome to another episode. I'm Matt. I'm Mandy. And this is another episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us again as we dip back into the movies that shaped our childhood. And today, Mandy, what are we talking about? Uh, today we are talking about the 1998 just total mindfuck classic, I yeah, think you just could a call it. Weird movie. <laughs> slums of Beverly Hills. Yep, the slums of Beverly Hills. Uh, this was definitely my choice. This was uh, my pick for the podcast. Uh, watched this movie quite a bit. N- none of you listening have any reason to have ever watched it, other than it's got a pretty decent cast. Um, yeah, really, yeah, but yeah, really but not a, not a well-known movie. Uh, and of course, we always uh, ask everyone listening or watching in here if you've never seen the movie. It's currently streaming right now on Hulu. Hulu, Hulu. yeah, yeah. So go find it, and then you can come back uh, after you've seen it and join us for this conversation, so you're not quite as lost. So we'll give you a second to go do that, and you're back. All right. Thanks for pausing and then joining us again. So here we are. Greatest of all time. Everyone has watched the movie. And of course, Mandy and I don't like to talk about these things by ourselves. We want to bring on someone else who can give us some insight from the outside world because these are the movies that shaped our childhood and we need to know. Uh, what- <laughs> no, it shaped your childhood. That's true. That's true. Uh, and we need to know what it's done to uh, other people. So <laughs> today we are very excited to have uh, Detroit area comedian, Mr. Wes Ward is with us, everybody. What's up, I know, right? Yay! <laughs> Ruins driving off, driving off the road. Right now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. Oh my gosh! You need. I I want someone. Uh, I had a time to set this up where they just have like a bunch of roses above their head, and they pull a string, and they all just fall as and then as get they're introduced. Uh, <laughs> by and uh, wounded by roses that fell on them. <laughs> you need one of those confetti poppers. There you go. Right. <laughs> All right, so uh, Wes, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you so much. Good to be here. Pleasure. Yeah. Uh, and we always fun. ask everyone before we get started on this nonsense, how long had it been since you saw this movie before we made you watch it for the podcast? All right, so the first time I saw this movie was exactly 97 minutes ago. Okay, good job. <laughs> so, that was the first time I had ever seen Slums of Now, I've heard of it, but I okay. just had never seen it. It wasn't on my radar. Um Nobody had ever, nobody, you know, like when you get recommendations for movies, sure. no one was ever like, you know, you got to see Slums of Beverly Hills. That's yeah. never happened. That is all, <laughs> that is absolutely the truth. For yeah, sure. for sure. <laughs> uh, okay. And then Mandy, uh, how long has it been since you saw this movie? Um, well, I had never seen it and okay. I did watch, I watched it today. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had it on my phone with my earbuds in. Sure. Um, Cause this was kind of last minute and I had tons of stuff to do this weekend. So um, and my kid was playing abcmouse.com next to me, and I just nice. kept like moving the phone to like make sure she couldn't see like, what was happening. It was just so it was just tons of tit like that. It's all it was. Sure, which, they were very nice tits. I'm not gonna lie, but it was just yeah. yeah. And so I watched it today, um, first and thing. last time. I don't know who this movie is for. Like I don't know what demographic uh, should have saw this. Uh, seen this 15, movie. Fifteen-year-old man. Pedophiles. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. I think pedophiles should have watched this movie. Yeah, yeah I think fif- me at fifteen. I think was probably right up the alley where this needed to be. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this is I'm. This is Sunday. Like, you know, people just should be in church, and I'm just watching all this stuff. Um, yeah. Right. On she's TV. effectively a. So this movie bases. Uh, it centers around what I assume is like a. 14 year old girl yeah probably. well she's gonna be a, f- a freshman in high school so that's usually 14 because yeah. like she's coming out of eighth grade like sure yeah yeah yes yeah, oh, so a yeah. lot of bad news in this movie so the what? fact 
the fact that she has boobs already is that's why it's such a big deal. But yeah. she looks like a forty-seven-year-old woman, so it doesn't <laughs> really matter. Say, I was just gonna say, I think Natasha Leone. I think she was over the age of eight. She would have to be like during her twenties. I would. Well, we'll, yeah, get, we, we'll get to that in a minute. That's play. one of our games that we play. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we'll 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 cover that in just a second. But yeah, she clearly everyone in this movie is much older than they appeared or than they should have been. Uh, except for maybe Alan Arkin. I don't know what yeah. he was rocking, but uh, yeah, yeah. The only, that's the thing too, is like that would have, would have had more of a, I mean, it would have had more of a shock factor if like she actually looked 14. I feel like it would sure. have been way yeah. better. Um, but she better. does wear, Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would have made, it would have made it more like made more Are sense. Like, I, well, yes, creepy, definitely sure. creepy, but like you just didn't feel for her as much because it just seemed like a grown woman. Like, yeah, this okay, was like, like a saying. you already came of age movie. This was not yeah. a coming of age movie. This, yeah, this was a little. Yeah, too like, she looked like she already started and quit smoking and had an abortion. Like, yeah, yes, like, all of those. Yep. Like, oh my already, gosh, she's seen some things already. for sure. I'm pretty sure that Natasha Leone came out of her mother looking like that. Like her mom, <laughs> her mom was like. like Jesus, what did I do to you in the womb? Because she just looks so... Uh, yeah. And in case uh, no one knows who that is, if you're just listening in, uh, she is basically the star of the movie, and she was in the American Pie movies. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. also Orange more, is the New Black. Yeah, more recently in Orange is the New Black. Uh, she is the redhead one. with too much hair, like just all yeah. over the place. So. Yeah, yeah, she... Yeah, for sure. And she just... Everything she does, every like character she is so sexual... Yeah, like she has definitely been typecast, and she plays the same character in every role that she's ever been in. Sure. So I don't know if she just doesn't have the chops, or if they're like, "Hey, we saw you do this role. We want the exact same person to do this role." You know. I think it's uh, her voice. It's very New York. It's very distinct. Yeah. So that's the kind of uh, role that she's just going to get cast in. I think she's a really good actress. Like yeah. I thought she was great in this movie. I thought everyone was great in the movie. Okay. I agree. The uh, uh, the acting was good. That's the only thing yeah, good about they just, this movie. They were very confined within this space that they were given for the movie, and just nobody mm-hmm. really did anything or accomplished anything. It was this. I don't know. This movie is very a very typical '90s independent film. Yeah, sure. Where there is a lot going on. Yeah, not a lot going on. Yep. Like there's no thread in the movie really nothing's being held together it's just like mm-hmm. someone gave them five million dollars and went go ahead shoot a movie that will make people feel weird in the theater right yeah yeah, yeah the, a movie that you don't want to sit next to your grandma to watch or whatever yeah like this it, it, well, it, and it's so the boobs are so obviously not the actress's boobs <laughs> right <laughs> it was like the weird it was so the way that and i'm like maybe it's just the way it was shot like you know i i, must, I assumed i was like well it's a probably low budget movie so the actresses were like no i'm not showing but my for 15 year old me those were marissa tomei's boobs for sure i mean like, yeah that's, that's where i was at at 15 i mean imagine that person's like portfolio that yeah. actress like oh what was your last film well i was natasha leone's boobs when it had the anchor mark on <laughs> yeah. it right <laughs> well uh he did say in the movie that it, your face doesn't matter it's only the body that matters oh, so right. oh yeah how do you guys feel about that <laughs> what i don't um, like a, uh i don't know i don't think that's true i don't would know you'd rather would you rather have like a an a ugly bodied woman with a nice face or vice versa like if you had to choose uh oh man you're gonna get me in trouble 
<laughs> while, you're, <laughs> while you're thinking about that, I'm going to play the actual clip from the movie okay. where he talks about that. So, Put your sister's meat back. I don't want it. It's good that she could lose the weight. Shut up. No, it's true. You know, it's the bod that counts, not the face. Yeah, she's got to be you small know, enough to fit inside of a pocket. Girls always think it's the face that matters what so wrong. You ask any guy, he'll tell you. If he tells you any different, he's lying to make himself look good so he can get down your pants. <laughs> Who just sisters? <laughs> for sure. Well, and the thing, too, that totally sucks is now, like, for me, the only thing I have going for me is I feel like I have nice teeth. And now I have to, I have to wear a mask everywhere. So like, there's like nothing. Like, I have no good qualities to show and then, anyone. And then, and then you have this dude uh, telling you that. Oh, by the way, faces don't matter or whatever. You say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, well, it. shit. Uh, so we got uh, what's it? Uh, Bernard from the Santa Claus movies. Yes, Kevin Corrigan, or yeah, no. David Crumholtz. Yeah, David yeah. Crumholtz. Yeah, he um, and he was also in Numbers, which I loved that show when it was on. For sure. Um, for sure. Then he disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. He, I think he stopped acting for real. I think it was just like meh. He's probably tired of being casted as the typical Jewish person. And I remember when we did, because we did the Santa Claus a while ago, and mm-hmm. at the time we did the Santa Claus, he was like 30 years old or something, or like 35 years old, and he was playing a, basically a child in... Child. Uh, yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm curious to know later on when we cover ages how... Oh, <laughs> he's actually, he's in a movie that hasn't come out yet, or it just came oh, out, good. called The Plot Against America. Oh, <laughs> Maybe that's what so, he's been doing. Um, yeah, right. Yeah, it's, it's definitely... It sounds like a manifesto. <laughs> well, and it's got a big, like, American flag behind it, so I really hope that he's not, like, a Trump supporter or something. Uh, I don't think he is. No. That would really ruin it for me because I do love him, and I love him in this movie. He was by far the standout character for me. Okay. Everything that he says, like, everything that he does, you believe that he is that kid, right? you know? Yeah. I mean, even though he also looks like a 47-year-old woman no he looks like a 47 year old man <laughs> yeah so weirdly to me the standout character was marissa tomei's rita yeah her name rita right yep yep okay yeah. i thought she was just tremendous through this whole thing like yeah uh, like um there's nothing behind her eyes she has no like she played this character so perfectly there's no thought that's going into anything she's doing yeah someone just, yeah like you want to be a nurse and she's like okay it was like great <laughs> for sure like, yeah. like oh man this is perfect and yeah, she was great yeah all of her flaws like drive the character in a lot of these right. like the rest of the movie it just seems like they're all uh perpetually broken and have no like compass whatsoever but like marissa tomei is being driven by her clearly she has body issues and she, mm-hmm. you know, thinks she needs to lose more weight and she wants to live in California and be the prototypical sort of California girl. And clearly, she, to, in my eyes, she's already there, but she's something, you know, something's wrong with her that doesn't let her believe that, you know. And she, has, she somehow has less intelligence than <laughs> a typical California girl because she doesn't use any of what she has, I guess you can say. Sure. To get anywhere. Yeah. Just, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, she... She's this like beautiful woman and she doesn't use it. Right. Yeah. And yeah. she's, it's, it's perpetually flawed. Like she's, there's something broken about her and she's the character that you want to succeed in this movie. And it just does kind not of, happen. Yeah. Like it's just not yeah. going to be the, the case. And be- also uh, Alan Arkin uh, for me, Alan Arkin is great in this, uh, just oh, the, yeah. the dad. And again, it's the same deal. He's also got these flawed issues. These, these uh, he's oh, old. Like, he's, he's an older dad. And yeah. he's, 
yeah, and he's trying to succeed and be successful with these kids and try to help everybody stay happy and just, you know, float with doing as little, what seems like as little as possible to get by. Um, yeah, so I don't know. It's, it's a weird character study, this movie, with, with not too much... Uh, nobody's going anywhere. No one's doing anything. Basically, yeah, the movie right. stops where it starts, you know? Yeah. Which is yeah weird. Exactly. Except for... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they threw in like a bunch of unnecessary stuff yeah. that made it made it super weird. Like him, um, like molesting or whatever, oh, yeah. Yeah, Mo- yeah, yeah. Marissa Tomei. Like that was unneeded completely. That sure, whole thing. It really was. It made the movie go from like a, almost like a lighthearted. Okay, like this is comedy. You know, it's about like puberty and like change and growing up and being a girl and like and just about how like having big breasts basically like affects your whole life. Like mm-hmm. she, she's like defining herself basically by her boobs and she doesn't like them, but they're, they're there. She's an eighth grader with gigantic boobs, which are not real. Those are silicone. She had silicone thingies put inside of her clothes. because Her boobs aren't that big. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I was not aware of that. Oh, yeah. yeah. That. Right, I yeah. know. Sorry. <laughs> fucking, fucking Hollywood. God damn. <laughs> but like the, the, that part was horrible. Although I did think that her like response, like her acting was good. Um, and the dildo throwing scene, (laughs) which it was the the fact that she couldn't turn it off and she was like jerking this weird thing off in front of her dad. Yeah. 1970s dildo. Yeah. Yeah. Going on. Yeah. That was funny, but we could have done like, they could have had the song and the dance and the throwing catch with it be like 10 times shorter. Sure. They didn't. It was very strange. She did and, actually, she was nominated for an award. There, this movie was nominated for like nine different awards and they were all uh-huh. basically centered around like awkward moments or like standout young performances right. in this yeah. movie. Um, but this, uh, so the writer and director of this is a woman. Harvey uh, Weinstein. Oh, right. I, I know, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, Tamara Jenkins. Yeah, and it was her first uh, feature film. She had done mm-hmm. a couple of shorts prior to this movie and... Uh, this was her first feature film. She hasn't done a ton otherwise. She wrote it too. She yeah. was the the okay. writer and the right. director. I didn't Which, look that th- up. So yeah. I'm going to say it does make me feel a little better. Yeah. That a woman wrote and directed this. Sure. I guess yeah. Yeah, I feel that. like it was less creepy. Yeah. Um, that helps. Kind of. <laughs> I don't know. No, no, no. It does. Like if a dude, like a 50 year old Jewish dude directed this, yeah. you'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, well, and that was the other thing too about it. like when that happened to Alan Arkin's character, like he was the the one, like he was the one that you you know were supposed to like, you know, out of everybody, he's the father that is like trying to be there for his kids, and then that happens, and it just it soiled the whole thing for me. And I, I was like sitting there and I out loud, I was just like, well, fuck, this is yeah. stupid. Like, like this just ruined it for me for sure. I don't know. Um, I the, don't think you're supposed to like Alan no, Arkin anyway. To like Alan Arkin at all? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yes and no. I mean, he's a good dad. He is not a good uh, provider. He's not a good provider, but he's a good father. You know, he is doing, I mean, and also too, you have to remember as the seventies and like, I, I'm a parent now and I like coddle the shit out of my kid, but back in the seven, it was supposed to take place in 76 yeah. or 74. Yeah. 76. So yeah, the whole, like, I just feel like parents were a lot more hands off back then. <laughs> for sure. Um, it is strange except that for when ended it's, up with Except for when it's, your, when it's your niece, because then apparently you're super hands on. More hands on, for sure. <laughs> it is weird that in the 70s that he would have ended up with the kids, too. Like, I wonder how oh, yeah. bad of a mom the mom must have been in order to, to yeah. let that happen, you know? But, mm, yeah, uh, that's you for don't, sure. Let's see, you don't have any income. Um, you keep moving them from place to place. 
All right, they're yours. Yeah, Hold right. Go ahead and take them. Go ahead <laughs> sure. and take them. Yeah, yeah, she probably just backed away. She was like, I don't want any of this. But uh, Well, she got the house. She said that she's living in my house. True. That's true. So, I mean. Uh, I let me, let's play another clip here. Uh, this is, um, yeah, let's just hear. Dad. <laughs> Come on, we're moving. Again, we're just mm. out of here. Pack your bag. What time is it? Let's go, let's go, let's go. Your brothers are up already. Yeah, put your stuff in here. What are you doing? What are you doing? Not that stuff. Pack the important stuff. Pack good stuff. Pack your clothes. Come on, we gotta get out of here. What's going on? I love on? Alan Arkin. He's so, so, such a great actor. Talk. Come on, I don't want to spend another night in this shithole. <laughs> He's blaming it on them. <laughs> right. Fuck this place. This place is garbage. Everywhere, everywhere is like yeah. just, this. Is, this I place love it. Is He's like, hole. leave the bean bag. Leave the bean bag. Let's go. Yeah, because that woman's like a coming out and chasing them. And <laughs> We're going to go ride the Matterhorn. You want to go? He says. Um, um, Alan, Alan Arkin played the captain of the police force in another, in, or in So I Married Axe Murder. Remember? Yes. Mm. Yeah. That was, he was so good in that role. He's like, well, did, did I do okay? Was I, you know? Well, yeah. He wanted to be more aggressive. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so uh, what I was going to ask you guys, so someone wakes you up in the middle of the night and they say, pack your bags. It's time to go. We got to leave and move somewhere else. You can only take your essentials. What are three things you're going to take with you moments notice, like right now? What do you grab? Am I a child or am I an adult? You're you right now. And I'm not talking like your kids or your dogs. Yeah. Or, I'm talking like personal effects. Like what are the things you grab when you got to run out the door? My and phone. never look, never look back. Uh, my phone, and my box full of like my social security information and my <laughs> birth certificate and stuff, I guess. Oh, okay. Your, your answers are better than mine. I have to be like my TV. Yeah. <laughs> my Xbox. Right. Uh, yeah, like my, my computer, um yeah, my a guitar, laptop. maybe. <laughs> right. Yeah. Come on, we gotta move right now. My Sega Genesis that I saw. <laughs> <laughs> In the box, it's just getting next to you. There you go. Ooh. Yeah, your favorite pillow, just whatever. Yeah. Something that you can't live without, you know. Just yeah, it was either awesome. I either expected it to be something that was entirely impractical, like your favorite stuffed animal or something, you know, or or something like Mandy, you know, your just a box full of like photographs that you can't replace or something weird like that, you know? Yeah, that's what it would be. I mean, I feel like that tells yeah. a lot about the type of person that you are, you know, like whether or not well, you're more concerned with having to track down like uh, legal documents. Or, yeah. Like, I, I mean, I, like all the other stuff I could go buy at the store, like, sure. uh, and it's, it's no hassle, but the, to not have identification is like the biggest pain in the ass. For but, sure. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. Um, so during the filming, um, Natasha Leone got in a huge car accident on her way to the studio and she hit the steering wheel really hard in her chest and ended up with like a steering wheel imprint. Um, so they, they had to like, they stopped shooting for a few days, but then um, that was right before the, the it's too the bad she vibrator. wasn't in costume already. All that silicone would have, I know I, I right? taken the brunt of it, you know, but <laughs> um, so she, uh, that's why her nightgown is buttoned all the way up when they're throwing the dildo back and forth. Like, they had to pick a, a an outfit that like didn't show any cleavage or anything. It had to be because it had to cover oh, okay. up all of her, uh, of her her bruising and her scars. Bummer. Yeah. Right, um, so here is um, here is a clip of the neighbor Elliot. Here. Yes, I love him. He is so hot. <laughs> no, you're not supposed to wear a bra with that. Yeah, you want to talk? Look what you're wearing. Collector's item. <laughs> it's Charles it's Manson shirt. Thing. Yes. Of which, of which he has several, apparently. Pretty nice car you got. Is he ever not wearing the Charles Manson shirt? Cadillac. I think he's still wearing it. Collector's today. item. 
Like he must have one for every day of the week. I'll be a freshman in the fall. Freshman, huh? I thought you were older than that. You look big, big for, for your age. You're big for your age. I went there, but then I left. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's wearing he's wearing one, I believe, in every scene, and then she's also wearing one. Yeah. With him, so he's got like more to spare. He's just got extras right. hanging around. So. Uh, yeah. His character was how old was his character supposed to be? Well, you don't really know. I'm guessing he's like nineteen, twenty-ish, oh, supposed to be. Great. Yeah, because yeah. he he does he's like he said he went to that high school and he you know he just kind of has his own place now. He dropped out. He wanted so, to join the workforce. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that so I would not. say yes, which was super funny. <laughs> um, I also assume that he was also like grifting, like he was selling T-shirts on a street corner, like he was just selling right. that T-shirt, and that's all he has left. So he just right. wears them every day. I I honestly like this guy played the brother on Grounded for Life. Did you guys ever watch that show? Uh, I've seen it, but yeah, it's been it? forever. Um, it's Grounded for Life. It, it, I can't think of any of the stars that are in it right now. It was on for a long time. Sure. But he was like the loser brother that <laughs> basically was like a huge mooch. And he had kind of like long, gross hair. Like it was just curly and always messed up. I have always thought that, that he was super sexy, even when he's playing this like bum on the show. <laughs> so for me to see him young with his, you know, shorter hair, I was just like, oh my God, he's so hot. And I think it's super hot that he took her virginity like that. I thought was really sexy. So <laughs> wow! All right. And yeah. what we say again? She was what fourteen? And he was twenty. Yeah, so yeah. That's, a, that's great. Yeah. Hey, I don't judge. I was not I an angel at fourteen. For sure. I enjoyed his response to it. He was like, "You realize that like what I just did? I I broke the law. Like he was blaming her for him breaking right. the law. Like what are you doing? And they're just in the middle of a parking lot. Compl- okay." When you have sex in a car, you literally don't strip naked in in the car, for one thing. That doesn't happen. And it's a convertible. Like, there's no, like, there's nothing. A cop literally just drove by. Right. And who knows knows when they're coming back. I mean, you expose the parts that need to be exposed in order to get things where they need to be. That's all you do in a car. Thank you. This is Mandy's how-to portion of the show. Yes, it is. For all you kids out there that haven't had sex (laughs) in a car. Adding sex cars for dummies. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And Don't strip also, all the way naked. In the middle of a parking lot in Beverly Hills. In the middle of the day, too. Like, well, so dumb. apparently all fucking day, too, which is crazy. Like, the first time you ever have sex and you're doing it for, like, I don't know, seven hours in the parking lot in the middle of well, nowhere. He said twice. Like, yeah. he said I did it two times. So, mm. yeah. And, like, the whole, like, her getting her period on the chair and, like, the woman freaking out about the stain. Yeah. Like, the only thing I loved about that was... um the because i have a joke that i do um about maxi pads and how they had to wear a belt when they were younger to hold them in place and like how just completely ridiculous that sounds to me so like i actually got to see one and actually like you know and she like licks the thing and sticks it through and i'm just like oh this is so horrifying to me (laughs) that this is how they had to do it yeah speaking of uh typecast uh the seal blue she's just the same character in every show she's yes and she's, and she's super old in this movie. Like, I'm like, the woman has not changed. Right. Okay. She's like... There's, there's people, it seems like, to me, Alan Arkin almost looks exactly the same now. Yes. Right. In this movie. And there's, there's something about that generation that they went from, like, 20 to, like, 50, and now they're just 50. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, they, don't, they don't age anymore. Before, like, right before they're about to die, they, they start to get real old, and then they die. And then right. No <laughs> right. 
Yeah, like, just super advanced age right. at the end. Uh, here, yeah, let's meet Je- Doris. Doris, yeah. Jessica Walter, she's amazing. Yeah. Look how beautiful Doris keeps her nails. Oh, my painted talons. What are talons? Oh, they're really nice. Oh, thank you. It's hard what, to do what? certain things, but I can still no, smoke no, no, not cigarettes. That. Well, that was the longest cigarette I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> that thing looked like a baseball bat. Yeah, that's probably a Virginia Slim. That's what they looked like back in the Virginia, 70s. Uh, way too long. <laughs> that thing, lost, that thing oh, lasted no, longer than those two having sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did all the covers myself. There, okay. She's fucking crazy. Anyhow. Okay, do you realize that she she was the voice of Fran, the, who was the mom in Dinosaurs? Remember the show Dinosaurs? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, not the mama or whatever? Yeah. yeah. I did not know that. She played the same character in that one. Yeah. And she's serious. If you yes. remember that show, she's also very, like, kind of uppity and, yes. and uh, judgmental. And that's just what who she plays. And, sure. and, um, and I didn't watch um, uh, Arrested Development often. I mean, I, occasionally, but she I was mean, that's great. She's known for. Yeah. Right. That's her big breakout role. Yeah, but she looks exactly the same in that show as she does in this movie. It's crazy. Um, I'm going to play the gibberish clip. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I know people that can talk like this. Really quick. What is up? I don't get the the talons. Why would he be mad that he didn't know what a talon was? was No, he he was mad because calling them talons is, like, rude. Like, you know. She said she calls them her. Yeah. They look like and he goes what's a talent and he gets mad no the brother is like mum like mumbling it under his breath and he says they look like tail like something about talons and yep. then he's like what's a talent i think it's just because the brother keeps asking stupid questions because earlier he had asked oh. um he keeps asking what things mean like over and over again oh, you and mean then like a kid right right yeah right and then shortly exactly. after there was, there was just something about it i was just like why are you hit people i didn't get it Right. I think he's just a younger brother and just annoyed by him, you know. But yeah, okay, so and I know you want to play a clip and we keep pushing you off, but sure, just because no you're talking about the little brother, um, he is also in American Pie. He plays yeah. Stifler's little brother. Right, and, and he had a much larger role in the second one, right? Yes, yeah. And then also uh Mina Suvari, or however you say her name. Yeah. The the chick with the the nose, the yeah, deviated the, septum. Broken nose. She's also her. in American Pie, and that was a year after this. So they all kind of yeah, must have been at the same this somebody was saw like this movie. A lead up to that movie as far as like the smutness of it. You know what I mean? Like this was clearly like a a dirty movie that they were like testing the waters with, I feel like. Because <laughs> you know, yeah. we we were talking, we've done Can't Hardly Wait. And that was like the precursor to American Pie and Can't mm-hmm. Hardly Wait was supposed to be R-rated and very uh, like a sexual movie in nature, but they just toned everything like, back. Yeah. And like, this was like, right. Yeah. And like, this was like the jump between this was like, we'll go from that to this and then straight into American Pie. American, and now n- no one cares. American Pie was, I remember when it came out because it was supposed to be kind of like a throwback to the R-rated comedies that came out. Yeah, in like Animal House and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Porkies yeah. and shit. Yeah. Porkies and stuff like that. So, I mean, this stuff, it's everything's cyclical, so it just sure. came back around to American Pie, and I was like, a kid fucks a pie. Like, yeah. That's all. And that that launched a whole movie franchise. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fucking a pie. That launched, like, seven movies. There's like a Marvel <laughs> There's a Marvel universe of American Pie. <laughs> right. <laughs> and like people try their whole career to come up with like 
something that hits as hard as American Pie hit, right. and it's exactly. just a kid fucking a pie. Like, exactly. It's so fucking stupid. Right. But well, and uh, this this movie was written to become a sitcom. Like that no, was the original. No, this is yeah. This is what I was. This I was gonna say something earlier. This by the end of this movie, I thought this was a great pilot. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because that's what I thought. I mean, like, I was like, this if this was made now, it would just be turned, it would be a TV show on Netflix. People would be uh, doing blow and loving it. And yeah. Like, <laughs> well, it is. It's a bunch of unresolved characters that just lead into what, where do they go next? Like, people want to yeah, know. I just want to see more. Yeah. Where, what other movie. shitty hotel or, or bungalow deal do they end up in? And yeah. And where do they go from here? Yeah. Right. All right. Uh, here's the gibberish clip. Uh, do you guys understand it without reading the subtitles? Absolutely not. Okay. I don't know, but do you I do you remember the two girls in school that spoke that yes. way? Yes. Yep. And <laughs> I if I really think about it, I can do it too. Uh-huh. Yeah, but uh but yeah, but I it can would un- be slow. It wouldn't be Right. And I can yeah. understand when they are doing it. I can understand it, but yeah, it's very strange. Uh play. So tell me something. Like what? I don't know. You're all grown up. I'm sure you've got something. Okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Dr. Seuss on math. I was going to say, it sounds like an airplane when they had the two black characters speak jive. Jive, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So there's that. Um, but yes, I do remember two people. There were people that were actively speaking that when I was in high school. Like there were two girls wow. that would communicate in that. Nonsense. And they could talk that fast. Yeah. It's crazy. So I'm oh sure some of the people that list, that will listen to this will know who we're talking that about. We'll remember that happening. Yeah. And yeah. they do that quite a bit in this movie. It's weird because there's a very pivotal scene. It's actually when she confronts Marissa, which is weird. I get that she's a child. But she's confronting Marissa Tomei like it was her fault that she got molested by her dad, by <laughs> Alan Arkin. Thank you. Um, yeah. And she's, I get it because she's like, you came into our lives with your, you know, tits all over the place and <laughs> everyone's all upset about everything. And now you, now this happened and it right. wasn't going to happen without you being here. So clearly in her child brain, it's your fault or whatever. Well, how strange is it that the conversation before he gropes her is the same conversation he just had with his daughter? Right. Like, honestly, it makes you wonder, like, how far away was he from doing that to it to her, you know? <laughs> it was but let, me, whole- let me go back, though, Mandy. This was, uh, you thought everyone was supposed to love Alan Arkin, and he was... Uh... Well, that's what I mean. Like, that's <laughs> why it pissed me off, because wow. he, yeah. that part happened, and I was like, Ew! Like, I can't even deal with this I anymore. I already hated him before that, though. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, okay. Uh, let's do... Let's at least hit one more clip here before we get to the halfway point. Um, let's do... I get This is just uh, the family driving around and, like, sightseeing before they pick a new place to live. You know, a lot of famous people live on the street. This is El Camino. You know who... Merv Griffin. I want this story to be true, and I don't know that it is. A friend of mine from Beverly, this really rich kid. The Lucille Ball story. It's not so Uh great. Look, you see that? Yeah. Okay. Lucille Ball lives there. Where? Where is Right over there. Ricky. Okay, over there. And I love, I love, love Krumholtz acting in this, yeah. too. I just love the way uh-huh. he explains the story. It's great. He's amazing. Well, she's supposed to be really old and mean now. Not like on the show. And on Halloween... <laughs> A butler stands in front of those, those gates there, and he says to the little kids, he says, 
Miss Ball is issuing no treats this year. You guys are total asshole. <laughs> I saw her house. What a thrill. I'm going to get off your Yeah. So, all right. Uh, so, there, that is going to get us to roughly the halfway point ish. But before we get there, before we take our little break, we do have an activity that we do with all of our guests, Wes. So, all right. It has a theme song that goes with it. And that theme song oh. was graciously provided to us by Mr. <laughs> Bob Fredericks. Uh, oh, Bobby Fred. So, check this out. Here we go. Chop this, chop this synopsis. Coming in hot. Hold on, I'll explain. Chop this synopsis. <laughs> chop this, chop this synopsis. All right, it is time for us to play Chop This Synopsis, okay? So what that means okay. is we are going to ask of you to take this movie, Slums of Beverly Hills, and reduce it down, condense it down to 10 words or less. So Ooh. explain this movie, this nonsensical no start, no middle, no end movie in 10 words or less, and you'll get the break to figure it out. So figure it out over the little break. And when we come oh, back right. from the break, give us your 10 word or less synopsis of the slums of Beverly Hills. All right. Maybe don't put the title in it. Cause again, this is a long title. That's going to waste a bunch of your words. So this is basically just something that we want to uh, like the splash screen to have someone click on it on Hulu or Netflix or just whatever goes on the back of the DVD, but it's written by Mr. West Ward. So right. when we come back, we will get that from you. And we will be right back after these messages. Jamie, I need you to keep the dogs quiet. I'm recording a commercial for the Elemental Podcast. So can you keep them quiet during this recording of my commercial for the Elemental Podcast? I mean, I know the dogs bark a whole lot when we actually record the podcast on Mondays and Thursdays and during the Patreon on Saturdays. But during the commercial, we need the recording to be dog bark free. Can you do that for me, Jamie? Can you keep the dogs quiet during the recording of this commercial for the Elemental Podcast that people can listen to every Monday and Thursday and the Patreon on Saturday? Can you do that for me, Jamie? Thanks, Jamie. Appreciate it. Hey, I'm Mike Logan. I'm Garrett Elzinga. And, and this, this better, better be good. good. You know what it is. This is the weekly podcast where Garrett and myself, two professional comedians, Review a movie before seeing it and review it again after seeing it. And this is an ad for our podcast. It is true. You can find our podcast on all podcasting platforms. Um, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify. It's Stitcher. everywhere. Except for SoundCloud, because fuck SoundCloud. That's what we used to use, and now we use Anchor. Anchor's fantastic. You guys should check it out. It's true. Um, if you like movies and you like funny anecdotes, and we also talk about movie news, and we've got witty, great banter, download our podcast now. If you listen to this podcast, odds are pretty good you'll like our podcast. It's true. We're incredibly funny, incredibly witty. I love Mike a whole lot. I don't know if he loves me as much as I love him. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, download our podcast wherever you uh, listen to podcasts, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you. Thanks. Hey, I'm Mike Logan. I'm Garrett Elzinga. And, and that, that was an ad. Good. Oh, okay. Well, that was clever. Yeah, well. Chop this, chop this synopsis. Now I hear it. Chop this synopsis. Chop this, chop this synopsis. And we're back. All right. Welcome back. Uh, Go do all of the things that those ads told you to do, like listen (laughs) to our friends' podcasts. Yes. (laughs) And it is time now for the rousing conclusion of Chop This Synopsis. Wes, if you could please regale us with your 10-word or less synopsis of The Slums of Beverly Hills. Watch this garbage Jewish family ruin everything while doing nothing. 
Ah, oh my gosh, that is perfect. That was probably one of the best ones that we've ever had. And it was so simple. I'd click on it. I'd watch that movie for sure. Me too. Oh and, and then you, you, I actually feel like I would have had like the perfect expectations for the movie. Yeah. Right. If if you if I would have read that synopsis first, watching as many uh, '90s indie films as I have in my life, like I kind of figured it was going to be a lot of that. Sure, all right. Like a lot of just like nothing happening, yeah, sort of stuff. So yeah, a lot of dialogue. So yeah. this movie starts and ends with like a voiceover, like mm-hmm. a like she's telling her life story somehow. And I hate when movies do that for no reason. Like, right. I get it if it's like, this is my memoir or like, this is me explaining my life to like my children or some capacity, some reason, some context for doing it. But I, I don't like when they just do it for no, like voiceover at the beginning and then voiceover at the end, especially when there's just no ending when it's just, like, Oh my God, this movie, they, like, I wish that she would have been like, and I grew up to be this amazing right? person. But instead, it was like, nope, back to the same old shit. I, oh, I'm so happy my home is inside my car with these lamos. And yeah. I was like, this right. fucking sucks. I need a happy ending, people. Need a happy ending. <laughs> I think this, I assume that the voiceover is her telling it to a therapist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I literally do. I don't know why I'm Makes that. sense, for sure. Yeah. Especially right, after watching right. her, her dad and her cousin. I think somebody's going to need some therapy after that. Right. right? I need it. Yeah, so for sure. Yeah. Um, so that also kind of leads us into you said you watched several uh, indie 90s films if we were to have given you the opportunity to make us watch the movie that shaped your childhood if you had to pick one what would you say is and not like your favorite movie or not like you know what I mean but like if you look back on your childhood this is the movie that stands out Damn, that's a tough one. That one I might have needed the break to think over. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. We really should. We actually should tell people to, that yeah. we're going to ask that question. To, yeah, yeah, yeah like it's hard. Right now. Like, what's the uh, movie that you watched the most? Like, you remember just watching over and over again? The one that I remember watching the most was Back to the Future. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I watched it all the time. Yeah. I watched it daily. Uh, that one, and then, like, I don't want to say, because I was... I was a kid in the 90s, mm-hmm. yeah. obviously. So it was a lot of like Aladdin, Lion King, that stuff. But yeah. I would yeah. say the movie was uh, Back to the Future. Okay. Which yeah. is not an indie film. Sure. No, yeah, no. Yeah, this little about. indie darling, Back to the Future, uh, you know. <laughs> this, this no-name uh, Robert Zemeckis tiny, and, uh, yeah, little, Steven Spielberg. Uh, <laughs> Nobody heard. Nobody's heard of it. Yeah, a little passion project they did, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of stunt double tits in Back to the Future. Yeah, yeah, right? Exactly. It was so obvious those weren't Michael J. Fox's tits. Right. <laughs> um, okay, so a couple people we haven't talked about. Uh, Carl Reiner, who yeah. just died. Yeah, Rip. Yeah, he was... Yeah, he was um, good. I thought he did a good job of being... Oh, a, yeah. a total Uncle, Uncle Mickey? Asshole. Yes, Uncle Mickey. Not what I expected. Um, also, too, like him, they are so stereotypically Jewish. Like, I uh-huh. understand that there's like a racism, you know, part where he calls the the um, black belt like Johnson. The, yes, Jackson. 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 Yeah, yeah. If you call him Johnson, that's a whole different. Hey, knock it off you, Johnson. <laughs> yeah. You know, but that's, um, that's what she called the uh, vibrator. I forgot. Yeah, sorry. That's, uh, that's oh, not true either. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, um, so the woman that played um, here. We'll get Gram- Uncle Mickey real quick. Yeah, and the grandmother too. That's if you hear. What? Take on, my take pulse. My pulse. I want to see what my little girl oh, is learning. She starts smacking it, looking for a vein. Yeah. Take mine. 
Dad. Cartier, that's an excellent timepiece. Love it. Time Even that, piece. I love when he pipes in for that too. He's just trying to impress yes. his uncle. Okay, you ready? Ready? Shouldn't I be pulsing automatically? <laughs> How are you doing? Looking, Dad. <laughs> you have to look that hard. I can't be doing too good. <laughs> we got a dead man in this booth. <laughs> yeah. Um, she would be a horrible nurse. There would be so many people that would die because of her, oh, just in general. The whole yeah. Sure. Oh yeah. Um, I'll, well, the the lady that played Grandma, because there was no fun facts about this movie, like har hardly any. Like I had to really sure. dig deep to find these. So I was just started looking up all the actors. Um, her name is Rita Moreno. And she is one of the EGOT people. Like, she has, like, the Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. So okay. she yeah. was, like... She's a Broadway actress. Yeah. Broadway actress. Yeah. And I'm just, like, oh, good for her. Like, this was seriously, like, the stain on her career. <laughs> like, it was so... But even her she plays, like, the perfect stereotypical, like, that was salty. Like, just, yes. like, the Jewish, like... That, then the waitress yes. was, like, uh, yeah, I need more yes. water. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they were so horrible, the service people. And that is, like, again, a Jewish stereotype that is so horrible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh. So here is why she'd be a terrible nurse. Mind, in fact, if you have anything for my nerves, you know, just laying around. Second off. This part is amazing. Not my merchandise. I feel exclusively in pot. That brought me right back into my cousin Vinny for her. Like mm -hmm. the, All right. I love it. Yeah. She's great in that movie. Yeah, much, she's, and the only reason that I enjoyed this movie at all was because of Marissa Tomei. Like, that's yeah, she's not, so not adorable. The only reason I enjoyed it, it's the only reason I was uh, introduced to it anyway to begin with. Was yeah. I, I noticed that Marissa Tomei was in this and was like, "All right, this movie's going to be for me." This yeah, is definitely one I want to watch. So, yeah, I love her. Um, um, so, so do we want to talk? Oh, sorry. I wanted to start asking people. So, like, this movie has clearly some issues that that need to get fixed. How would we fix this movie? Like. What um, what needs to happen for this to, to be a good movie? You go ahead first, because I have an answer, but it's long-winded. Okay. okay. Um, I would say take out the molestation part. Okay. Um, and, like, I, I would have preferred there to be something good at the end, not just, like, like, like a, oh, I, I got that awkward moment, moment out, let's go to Sizzlers, you know? Like, I, I, I would have liked that a lot. I also loved like the thought of Elliot being bigger, a bigger character, like somebody maybe that like helps her or like they get like to she stay. stayed, she stayed yes. and the family kept going type of thing. Yeah. Or it's just something like that where like he, he, cause I loved that. That was my favorite part of the whole movie. And I think that's because I'm, I was a teenage girl once and well, and you're he, a sucker for a love story anyway. Like you, want, am, you want them to yes. fall in love and be happy together. Yes. And I really wanted them to still stay in each other's lives. That's a very like um, American pie sort of thing too. You know, like everybody, they kind of all like split back up after like they all fuck basically, except for the band geek and the, what's to say stay together. But yeah. 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 Mr. Biggs. Yeah. 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 How dare you disrespect. <laughs> That's his name, right? Jason yeah. Biggs? Yeah, Jason Biggs. I don't know his yeah. Name. No, me neither. The pie fucker. Pie fuck guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what was, sorry, what, was, what were you going to say? Uh, yeah, so to make it a better movie, obviously, like I think we agree with the idea of taking out the molestation scene. Sure. And also, this would not be a movie. It'd be a pilot. It wouldn't be, which yeah. it apparently was supposed to be. But I have a different thing. My thing is, I wouldn't fix this movie. There's something about 
mistakes that don't happen in movies anymore. Every movie is like either a brain dead action film now, yeah. or it's like the most perfect. Like everything is so. Oh, but, that's, you know that's what, what I love. <laughs> but there's the thing is I hate it because it there's 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 it's weird. It's like listening to a, a, a music um, that you can clearly hear they like garage rock or like yeah. grunge. There's like something that's not quite right about it, but you sure. you want to keep watching it. Does yeah, make any sense? Yeah, no, yeah, it's totally. yeah, not overly overly produced. It's yes. not a Hallmark classic there's movie. Clearly talent. Yeah. The actors yeah. are clearly talented. I think the director clearly has some talent. That there's talent in there, but it's not so overly produced and compressed. So you get mistakes, and that's what gives movies some character. There's there's movies to this day that people watch that are just complete dog shit, but because mm-hmm. they have some like like look at the movie like Scarface, right? I think mm-hmm. that movie sucks, right? <laughs> people love that movie. It's so filled with imperfections. That's there's some, something about those imperfections that make it sure better. Well, even for instance, like a movie that you love, like back to the future, if you really overanalyze yeah. that movie, it's filled with flaws, right. but the, yeah. that's what makes it like endearing. It's what makes it a conversation piece. It, it's mm-hmm. what makes it, it gives you those unanswered questions to be like, yeah, this is why that, I love it. That has a beginning, a middle and an end. Sure. Like, Movies yeah, that movies that just end or where everybody dies at the end of it, I am so fucking pissed that I just spent two hours of my life and everyone dies. Like no, the perfect yeah. storm. Like I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a true story. This is so amazing. Then they all died. I'm like, nobody fucking knows what happened. They all right. died. Like literally this right. entire movie, it takes place of when they're all about to die. So it was literally these guys just went on a ship. They could have that none of that could have happened. Right. So right. I was like, I felt so robbed. That's and that's what pisses just how I me feel. off about Titanic though. To turn <laughs> Titanic into a love story and be like, yeah, if any of that even happened, like it's ridiculous. That so. movie could have been interesting if you you know based it off the people that were actually on the Titanic. Right. That like, lived that survived. It would have been an interesting movie. It would have yeah. been crazy oh like, you guys are killing me like how about we just make this movie uh with two characters that are made up and it's it's just so ham the only interesting part of titanic <laughs> is the that second half yeah the first half is just all garbage it's no story on a sinking boat it's i will crazy. watch the first half of titanic and just shut it off because i'm like huh, he lives yeah Yay! you take out, like, you take out the yeah, first cassette you know, and then don't watch the second cassette because there's different movies with that same story that are way better than that right? i know but i yeah no i love i love that movie it's like an ongoing <laughs> joke on our podcast because i watched it 17 times in the theater so which like is everyone... my next question for you Wes. have you ever seen a movie multiple times in a theater yeah. before i'm gonna tell you the movie i saw i saw the movie the most in the theaters was the dark knight i saw that okay. movie 11 times okay yeah i took uh i mean i one time took my mom to go see it i was like you gotta <laughs> uh-huh. see this movie it's crazy okay. and there's a, there's another example here's another example this is what i hate about everything in the internet and nerd culture and everything <laughs> this <laughs> is what i hate about everything so that's your new podcast right yeah, this is west west words what i hate about everything uh with the dark knight like people it's like cool to shit on that movie yeah because oh there's plot holes no you fucking dorks there's <laughs> A filmmaker, a good filmmaker, doesn't show everything. Yeah, right? like that makes no sense. It, it's exactly what you said. Can you imagine if someone took Back to the Future and overly analyzed that movie? Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. It doesn't we make tried. any sense. There's an <laughs> old man and there's a young guy. No one knows why they're like together. Why they're yeah? Mom. Why would they would ever be talking to each other? We talked about that too. We're like, this is so creepy. Like, it's, what? 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 This? Yeah. yeah. It, but if yeah. you watch it, does it? When do you not like it? When you watch, it's so good. Oh, I love it. It's I love so it. Good. That is, you know what? That's what? the movie oh, that I went. I had that movie on VHS. I bought it again on DVD, and then I bought the trilogy again on Blu-ray. Like that's right, the yeah. movie that has has progressed with me through time. And now you watch it on Netflix. Yeah, right. That's where it's on now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but I'm for glad me, I have it though. The Dark, like I have a have a problem with the Dark Knight only because I heard all the horror stories about what an asshole Christian Bale was, and then after that, that's all I could think about. Like once I find out that an actor is a shitty person in real life, <laughs> yeah, I have the worst time like trying to like now like I see Johnny Depp and I love Johnny. I know Matt doesn't like Johnny Depp, but I love Johnny Depp and now and like I'm super grateful. There's a trial going on about him being like this big domestic abuser because. There are a lot of other things coming out. So I, or like Mark Wahlberg, who like beat the shit out of that old man when he was a teenager and like practically killed him. I'm like, no, these people he are like. A teenager. God. <laughs> who hasn't beaten a, a whole <laughs> man up? For sure. Right teenager. That's what we do. Yeah, so, right. So what, my, my, uh, yeah. So like everyone, I think overanalyzes everything. And, and uh, yeah. That, that yeah. was my big rant for the day. Ah, I liked it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know what I hate? You even kind of stood up a little. Like, yeah. we don't yeah, see that kind of... <laughs> it's so, well, it's like you see these, and they're all the... They don't have it. Like, what do you want from a movie, then? If mm-hmm. you're going to look at that movie and go, well, well, there was a scene where the Joker was trying to kidnap a guy. Didn't he just leave? Yeah, you asshole. They're not going to show it. There's right. actually... If you, there's a ton of Spielberg films that do that, where characters just leave. Sure. You don't know what happened to them. It's not a plot hole. It's just a device to move the story along. That's all it is. Yeah. You're right. To move the story along. But then That's there are people who get into the minutia. Like, um, who's the guy, the, uh, all of the Breakfast Club movies. What's his name? I forget his name. Oh, director. Um, Hughes. John Hughes. Yeah, John Hughes. Yeah. He gets into the fucking minutia of everything and shows all of the in-between stuff. It gets stuff. too much. It is, and yeah, I like some of his movies. Yeah. But he gets, it gets too much. Yeah, yeah, there is too, but it's like those people who get pissed off when they're watching like Twenty Four on TV, and they're like, "How does he get across town in five minutes? There's no way he could drive that way." How does his cell phone always have signal? Yeah, and yeah. why does he never have to top, uh, stop to take a shit? Like, I don't know, stop he's watching not you, things. you loser! You have fucking Metro PCS. That's why he always has signal. You never <laughs> that know is what hilarious. It's like to have. You never know what it was like to have not a prepaid cell phone. He works for the CIA. Oh, or FBI. What does he work for? The Homeland Security? Sure. Yeah, I'm sure he has a shitty phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's still <laughs> rocking out. He probably can teleport. That's why. How about that? Put that in there. Um, no, so I'm getting so mad right now. No, you're. It's you're awesome. Really we should talk. Out. We have we have three games left to play, and then oh, those I'm might sorry. Those, like no, that. no, that's okay. Those might lighten it up a little for you. And I know that um, for for sure, one of them at least is going to be real quick. So yeah. Uh, do you want to do box office now? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Which I think he already knows. I kind of do too. You might have already caught this accident. If you didn't catch it already, you've mentioned the actual oh, yeah. budget. So. But hold on. Did I really? Yeah, you did. So it'll be funny if you don't guess what you already said earlier. Because uh, I, I inadvertently saw it. I'm not supposed to know either. But oh. I, accidentally, I okay. accidentally saw what the budget was. But here is our theme song for this, provided by Mr. Stu McAllister. <laughs> Stewie. Box office theme song. <laughs> That's it. Just box office theme song. Nice. <laughs> very, like very quick. Very concise. Here we go. I like it. All right, Wes, in 1998, how much do you think it cost to make this movie? 
Well, since I kind of said the number and then you guys Sorry. said maybe that was the answer, I'm going to say $5 million. That's Yeah, yeah I mean, it was. Yeah. Every independent film has got $5 million. <laughs> okay, like, here, make it. Right. Yeah. Each studio is like, yeah, each studio has got like, okay, we got to make 10 indie films this year. So they just a lot, like they just write out 10 checks for 5 million and right. throw it yeah. out. So. Every movie is just played in China and you can't have movies like this anymore. Right. Like, yeah. Like, this movie would never get made now for sure. Never. And that's what was made on Netflix. That's yeah. Yeah. Way. Yeah. It yeah. would be straight to streaming or, or yeah. yeah. Direct to DVD yeah. release or whatever. Yeah. Or a Hallmark yeah, film. Uh, if you yeah. took out all of the molesting and tits, it yeah. would just go straight to Hallmark. Sure, sure, yeah. Um, Matt, do you did you see how much the movie made or no? I did, unfortunately, yes. Okay. I did. So, <laughs> okay, so Wes, how much do you think the movie has made worldwide gross up until this point, roughly? Up until now? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Overall, oh, till now. Uh, let's say twenty million. Okay, um, five point five million. So it oh, literally really? made yeah. it made a half a million dollar profit. All, and it took <laughs> what sure twenty they, years to get there. Yeah, <laughs> 30, I'm not sure if, it, if they counted like sales of rentals mm-hmm. or like streaming. Yeah, I mean, as much as they can. Yeah, and I, the um. Yeah, it's just, it's just total box office as far as I'm aware. So yeah. anytime it yeah. gets, yeah, whatever box office release right. in other countries and shit too. So mm-hmm. I think it's well five point yeah. five. In nineteen, was it nineteen ninety eight? Yeah. Like um, they didn't make all that though back then. The, the opening weekend, it made one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars. It was so. a, it was an independent film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. I just I wonder in movies like this too how wide of a release it got too like how many theaters it was in to Probably get that kind of money. Right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It was all in like um, our theaters. I'm guessing. Yeah. Well, but it is he, weird though because you do see a few movies, like a few movies we've done, who be like the opening weekend they got like, you know, fifty grand. Like that was because they were in like you know seven mm-hmm. theaters across America or whatever, and it just tanked for shit. But yeah. Well, I think, and I know that Ebert like wrote a review, so it was like big enough for him to like, okay. and he and he liked it. And Rotten Tomatoes loves the movie, so yeah. But Rotten Tomatoes hates every movie I love, so that just makes total sense. But I I still love this movie. I mean, the the acting chops alone carry this mm-hmm. movie for me. It's funny to it's it is it's it should be a, a sitcom. All of these people should have been in a series in the '90s, and I would have watched every episode. But it's still enough for me to find this movie enjoyable. Uh, with enough conflict to keep me like interested, you know, right. like there's there's enough meat there to still carry through it, but by the end it just it disappears. It's all gone. Yeah, I, I think if they could have targeted a teenage audience, like if they, without all the you know, because it's about puberty and growing up and like going through all this stuff, like that sure. would be. And so maybe if I would have watched this as a teenager, I would have been like, oh, this is great, you yeah, know. This, I'm still just thinking like, what a good TV show this would have been. Yeah. <laughs> it would Never. have been a perfect like probably four or five seasons 13 episodes like people would have been it would have got darker lighter it could have been great but it's yeah. just this movie that exists you know mm-hmm. but yeah. then again, and, and again, not enough people have seen it i don't i it doesn't it's not enough for me to walk around and be like dude you got to watch this movie but if you are in the room and this movie is playing i think you should sit down and watch it that's that's right. my that is my uh yeah, and you sort can of, sit down and watch it at any point because there's no beginning, middle, or end. So yeah, just sit down. Sure. You know, you don't I have mean, to catch up on anything. Yeah, yeah, you can watch yeah basically. The and then go back to the beginning and then watch the end and it'll still get the same. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we even get a duplicate of the same story uh, with two different characters. The uh, uh, I'm, I'm their father story when he uh, stabs yeah. the 
the guy with the fork and the leg. Yes, that I that was so shitty. Like he smacks that guy in the face with the meat. Obviously, he's not paying him enough, and he's the reason why his steaks are so delicious. I was like, Alan Arkin, you fucker. So wait a minute. Sorry. So maybe I'm missing something. But in my head, when he was telling that story to him, when mm-hmm. Carl Reiner's character was yelling at Alan Arkin's character, yep. I, I keep thinking that that was a way to show that, like, Alan Ar- that actually happened to him. And he was the one stealing the meat, not... Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I you thought that, saying, too. You haven't... You haven't, oh, you haven't um, I've been taking care of you and your family for 50 years. Yep. Yes. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, to me, but I like, think it was... Alan Arkin had been hearing that from his brother. Yes, that's and what I thought. It empowered him to try to, like, he was trying to pull the same shit with the cook, you know? Like, mm-hmm. like now I get oh, to say, okay. my brother's been saying that to me for 50 years. Now I get to say it to you. You tell oh, your no. kids who their real father okay. is. Or whatever. No, I, I thought that, that, that his brother was the one that, that told that story. And then okay. he it on You think it, it happened it to him. the brother and it, it never happened it, yeah. to Yeah. Okay. As soon as I started hearing it, then I, but the brother was like, why'd she stab me in the leg with a fork? So then I was like, okay, well maybe he doesn't know this story. I think your, I think your, I think your interpretation is right now. Uh, yeah. Because he, I think he heard that from his brother and then said it to another person. Yeah. He was like, so it's my turn now. Is, right. Yeah. But, um, and it just shows you how shitty that entire family really is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for guys. sure. Because if the roles were reversed, let's say Alan Arkin's character was helping Carl Reynolds, they would all just be the same. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're, they're all garbage. So yeah, they're not they're right. Not. Even though, yeah, even the guys, even the wealthy guy is just a dick bag. Like he's just oh, clearly totally. he's disconnected from his family, and he doesn't know how to handle his drug addicted daughter, and he's pushing her right. off onto somebody else. And yeah, it's mm-hmm. yeah. But, oh, all right, hold on. I want to get this clip out of the way as well. Uh, hold on. Shit, where'd it go? Oh, uh, here is more of... Um, here's negotiating weed at the breakfast table here. Mm. <laughs> weed on you? Yeah, always got products. Okay, so uh, how about some samples? I love when I he pulls out the tricks. So, well, hey, am I, am I charging you for the tricks here? <laughs> the tricks is an offering, no strings attached. This is not about the tricks, Elliot. Tricks are for kids, right? <laughs> no, I, I laughed out loud during that. That's one of the times that I laughed out loud. You're a salesman. Loud. I'm a, I'm a potential customer. I'm just asking for a sample of your merchandise. Nothing big. A toke. Make a case out of it. Again, <laughs> typical, this is a typical What's Jewish stereotype. Right. Hey, that's our food money. Yeah. Shut up and get my bong. Shut up and get my bong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, how much for like a two-finger bag? Um, 20 bucks. Hey, what, I let you have my sister to give me a break. <laughs> So stupid. So, so funny. And also, he is trying out for musicals mm-hmm. uh, in Beverly Hills, trying to be like a. I guess he's trying to get famous too, trying to be a star or whatever. But um, before we move on to the next uh, activity or game or whatever you want to call it, I want to hit this clip also. I don't go around talking about your morning boner, so don't talk about my tits. <laughs> I'm proud of my manhood. And then we get this number for no reason Fuck in the me, middle. Yeah. Tonight. It was the best timing. Luck wow. be a lady tonight. I remember this, this is, being in the trailer for this movie. Luck if wow. you Such a horrible version of the song. Lady to begin with. <laughs> I love it. 
Look, be a lady tonight. You, yeah, but you sing it 10,000 oh, times better than he does. I love it, though. So. It's so good. <laughs> All right. Uh, we want to move on to the next game. Yeah. Like I said, this one's going to be super short because uh, I only All pulled right. one. I only pulled one sound. Oh, okay. Wait, 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 wait. We haven't oh. talked about ages. Oh, sure. We don't have a theme song for that. Yeah. No. That's not on my list of buttons to push. Okay. Right, this so, next game is called How Old Are You? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Um, Wes, how old do you think Natasha Lyonne was when she was in this movie? When this movie was made. How old? She's supposed to be roughly 13 or 14-ish. I'm going to go... I'm going to go 19. Okay. 19, 20-ish? Okay. I'm going to say she was like 23 when they made this movie. (laughs) She was 19. Okay. Wow. All right. Yeah. Um... How old do you think Marissa Tomei, I always want to say Tomei, Melissa Tomei was? <laughs> oh boy, let me think, uh, 26? She okay. was, she's supposed to be 29 in the movie, because he refers to her as a 29-year-old girl or whatever in the movie. I'm going to say she was 35-ish, maybe? She was thir- 34. Yeah. Okay, all right. Wow. There we go. I know, it's crazy. She got a super late start in her career, I feel like, as far as like getting recognition. Sure. Well, when um, was when was my cousin Vinny in her canon? Of, so, yeah. Um. Sure. Yeah. That it was before this movie. Yeah, for sure. But so far, it couldn't have well, been too far. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was a breakout for sure. Big time. Yeah. Um. Then, how old do you think um David Crumholtz was? <laughs> he was supp- and he was the eldest. You kept. I'm the eldest. Yeah. This is the hard one. Which he never even like. They never specify his age in the movie either, right? Mm-mm. But he's about ready to go to college, so you'd think he's probably yeah. maybe 18. Hmm. When they were filming this, I'm going to guess he was probably 19. Okay. I'm going to say he was 26. He was 20, even though oh, he's wow. always he's always looked 50. So. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, oh, um, Elliot, Kevin Corrigan, who I just adore. How old do you think he was? The little brother, right? No, he's uh, Elliot. Oh, he's Elliot. The neighbor. The, vir- the virginity taker. Yeah. Harry Potter. That, that, I was just about to say that. That is such a raunchy phrase, but he's like, <laughs> you mean I popped your cherry? I'm like, oh, this is so bad. You know, you can't just spring this on a guy. You didn't want to make a big deal about it, all right? <laughs> that puts a lot of pressure on a man. <laughs> Why is he saying this to her? I don't understand this. Look, I just wanted to do it with the guy to get it over with. No ceremony. Can we go this now? Just, this just shows too, like how this is illegal, little... Vivian. Oh, hold <laughs> up. You know what that means? You know what that makes me? A criminal <laughs> on two counts: divergenizing a minor. And that is not a crime, for the record. Um, no, he. Well, I mean, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. But that's not the yes, exactly. But he, um, oh, I can't remember what I was going to say. Oh, shit. Sorry. Uh, that, no, that's okay. The, yeah, never mind. Oh, I was saying it just goes to show how, like, little she feels like she's worth, you know? Yeah. Like, she doesn't even, like, take, you know, that as, like, something that she, you know, should be celebrating. Like, she just is like, here, let's do well, it. You want how to- confident she is. Maybe. <laughs> but like, she's just like, you want to touch my boobs, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, it's just kind of, I don't know. What do you Not want something to, that you'd want your daughter to do. What do you want thing? her to do? Make a big production out of it? I don't. I guess. Okay, last one. How old do you think Alan Arkin was? Wait, did we cover how old that we kid didn't, was? We didn't. We didn't. No. 
Oh, I'm sorry. How old do you think he was? Uh, 22. <laughs> uh, 35. <laughs> he seemed really old. I don't know. He was he was 29, which I thought oh, okay. was pretty. Yeah, which made it even creepier that he was de-virginizing a 14-year-old because he's sure. actually 29 years old. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, but okay, he was Alan probably meant, he was meant to be probably 19, 20 ish. Yes. Something like that. Yeah. I agree. Okay. So, Alan Arkin, how old do you think he was? <laughs> 114. Yeah. I know. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, say 60. Okay. okay. They referred to him as a senior citizen in the movie, and then they made the little brother really pissed. Um, so, I'll say in this movie, he was. Yeah, I want to say 60, but just for the sake of doing it, I'll say 65. He was 64. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I he's he's still kicking, too. He's yeah, old. Carl, yeah. Carl Reiner was like 70, wasn't he? Um, oh, shit, I don't know. Did we even I get don't that know. one? No, I didn't get the age for him, no. Nah. I, can tell, I can tell you, though. How old he is currently. Well, he's, well, dead, he's dead. Well, I know, but I mean, uh, he was born in 1922. Yeah, he, was he was 98 when he died when he died yeah Not, Holy yeah cow. yeah he was 76 yeah <laughs> okay i was gonna uh, say so if someone wants to do some math then we'll be able to tell what the answer yeah, is yeah <laughs> right <laughs> we're right, not here for math for... man all right so we good with the uh, ages yeah we're done all right we got to jump straight into this next game here this one also has a theme song as well okay. was not provided by uh, a guest a previous guest this one i had to build uh from other things so here we go okay. Time we stop coming in hot. Yeah, wow. Do you hear what I hear? What's that sound? Do you hear what I hear? What, 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 what's that sound? All right, this game is called What's That Sound? And this is where I take a sound from the movie and I play it for you and you tell me what's happening on the screen. Normally, there are like two or three, mostly there's three clips from the movie. In this one, I only picked one because it was either going to be the one that I picked or a bunch of vibrator noises. And I was like, we just don't, we don't need a bunch of vibrator noises. So All right. <laughs> uh, we have one clip. Hopefully it comes through clear this time around. I did do some adjusting on how I record stuff. So let's give Hopefully, it a listen. Yeah, it comes through. Remember, uh, if you get it first, Mandy has also not heard this clip. So if you can't get it, it goes to her. Okay. Uh, if you need me to repeat it, let me know and I'll repeat it as many times as okay. you need. Here we go. Okay, I'll do it again. Crank it up a little bit here. Oh. Um, was that the scene where Marissa Tomei's character is running and then the uh, semi almost hits her? Yeah, yep. That's She's yeah. running down the highway. That's her, yep. that's her okay. feet padding on the her bare feet on the highway yeah, yeah. i actually remember that because i'm like whose feet are that loud right that's the loudest feet i've ever heard <laughs> yeah. yeah she runs very horse? flat-footed she's right. flat-footed and slappy <laughs> <laughs> so that very is good. awesome that is the only clip i pulled and you got it 100 correct so well done winner winner look at that and you win all of the prizes that we normally give away on the podcast which oh, nice. is uh just appearing on the podcast so yeah you're welcome yeah <laughs> All right, so that's the end of the games and stuff. Uh, what are your final thoughts on the movie? We kind of already covered how you'd fix it. Yeah. Would you watch the movie again? Uh, 
think I will. I okay. think I might watch it again. All right. That's that's kind of our gauge of like whether or not this movie was, you know, yeah. good or whatever. It's whether it's or not you would ta- it's a good time capsule. It's very nineties. Sure. It's got a very I know it was filmed or it's supposed to look like the seventies, but the, yep. the whole production is not very nineties, I think. Yeah. The nineties is seeping out of it. Sure. Yep. The style, the even the music choices, even that like yeah. in that clip I just played, that weird background sort of it is very independent. And yeah, it sounded like um, Napole- Napoleon Dynamite ish. Yep, for sure. Yeah. And Mandy, how about you? Would you watch this movie again? You know, I think I probably would like it better the second time because I know what to expect. Sure. Um. So now that my expectations are lower, I, if I watch it again, I and maybe not on my phone, but on my TV without my kid like next to me. Yeah. I probably would. I probably would. I and I think I would like it better the second time. Sure. Uh, this movie is not like a movie you should just kind of watch. Like, it's not a movie to watch by yourself. It's more of a movie mm-hmm. to like experience with other people to be like yeah just not like your parents sure or your grandparents or anything like that (laughs) yeah yeah um and i didn't mention how long it had been since i saw this movie this Hmm. was a surprise to me like the the end of this movie the second half of this movie was as if i was watching it again for like the first time like it was yeah because you only watched it for the boobs and the masturbation yep i think maybe that's the case but um <laughs> yeah, so uh I enjoyed it. I was happily uh I happily watched this movie up through until the end and I was like is this it? Like this is what I did not re- recall the ending, you know, ending the yeah. way it did. And um, you knew right away, oh, Mandy's going to hate this. No, I did. I was so which is is fine. I always find it best in these mo- in these podcasts to disagree. Like if we all just yeah. loved the damn movie, it wouldn't matter. Like nobody right. cares. No one wants us yeah. to just blow a movie the whole hour right but uh (laughs) i still like it i i would not i probably won't watch it again for another you know several years but it's there it's in the it's in the queue on the old uh, hulu so yeah give it a shot if you're still listening (laughs) and are on the fence (laughs) um otherwise uh i mean that's pretty much it for this uh wes do you have anything coming up as far as plugs anything you want to point people at at all um just follow me on instagram and twitter at wes ward Comedy at Westport Comedy. I have an album on Spotify, iTunes, Pandora called White Forest Whitaker. Very uh, good. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's a fun album, and I uh, hope you listen to it. Stand up, I should point out, it's a stand up yep. comedy album, not a music. It's just called White Forest Whitaker. Uh, recorded last year. Yeah, last year. And, uh, yeah. yeah, find that Westport Comedy, White Forest Whitaker. Perfect. Nice. All right. Uh, Mandy, do you have anything you want to point people at or anything coming up? Nope. Right. No, nope. stay healthy. Stay healthy, folks. Wear your masks. You should just plug the podcast you're on right now. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. my, that's, that's what I Matt. do. Yeah. Oh, that's Matt. Um, if you are listening and you need to tell us anything that we missed or anything we did wrong or anything that you hated or loved about the podcast, you can reach out to us via email at another episode podcast at gmail.com. You should follow us on Instagram at another episode podcast because every week on Sunday, which will happen later today, we release the poster for this movie with your face on it instead of the stars of the movie. So I will superimpose your face over top of what I assume will be Vivian uh, in this movie. I haven't even looked yeah. at the poster. so It's literally just her face, and it does not even look like her. I, okay. I was thinking... Oh, yeah, it's just her face and, like, curly hair coming down. Yeah, so that'll, but... Oh. When I saw, I was like, if I were her, I'd be pissed because no one's going to know that she was the actress in the movie. Because Maybe that was the it point. Does, it looks nothing like her. Maybe that was yeah. in her writer to be like, I'll be in this, but I do not want people to know this was me. So, 
Um, yeah, so you can do that there on Instagram. And then we do it on Sunday because this will come out on Wednesday. It'll give mm -hmm. you a few lead days to watch the movie if you want to watch along with us. So uh, otherwise, other than that, uh, I always play a clip at the end of this nonsense to close it out because otherwise it just gets real awkward and we stare at each other. So the way it's that we end, vibrator sounds. <laughs> yeah, it's just the vibrator sound. We play, there it is. Yeah, it gets real weird just like that. <laughs> That's a, a, a bonus feature for those watching on YouTube. <laughs> um, so here is the final clip that I pulled and also one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Ricky, put the cat down. Put it down. Oh, yes. Put Simon down. <laughs> the old cat in the oven bit oh Love my it. god right. so, that was so crazy <laughs> thank you so much guys and uh have fun be safe yeah bye, bye. thanks bye. <laughs>